Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back New to Sky the Radio. The NewSkyRadio.com and Psychic Radio, PsychicOnAir.com. Powered by CBS Radio, AOL and Yahoo is unlike any talk radio station. With a mission to improve the world one listener at a time. This is where you can be the star of your own show. Our listeners are truly unique, truly interactive, and passionate about their world. The Sky and Psychic Radio listeners genuinely care about the environment, social justice, their personal health, and raising people up to live their best life every day. Our motto is New Horizons, No Boundaries. New Age Views, Life Coaching, Psychic Analysis, Alternative Medicine, and Cutting Edge Mind, Body, and Spirit shows can all be found on the Sky and Psychic Radio. Perhaps you have what it takes to join our broadcast family, an open mind, a great idea, and a passion for enriching lives. Check out all the exciting details by clicking the microphone on our homepage at NewSkyRadio.com or give Lisa Rodman a call at 248-546-9600 to learn just how affordable it can be to host a show. Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248-545-SOL. NewSkyRadio.com. What happens when you encounter something bizarre that doesn't fit any paranormal category you've ever encountered? What do you do if you feel that your family might be in danger? Who are you going to call? And the answer is Ghostbusters. No, I'm just kidding. A little, no, us, a little us, joke. Us, I know. It was, it was, it was a joke. It was, just, it was an ill-timed joke, and I'm very sorry. And with that, welcome to the 352nd broadcast of Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. I'm Ben, and those thought-provoking questions came from my co-host and partner in the paranormal, my dad. Today we have with, uh, to have with us Diane Zeman, author of the new book, No Earthly Idea, A Journey from Confusion to Knowledge, based on her family's ultra-weird experiences with a multiversal humanoid, I guess, they called Vincent, and a number of other paranormal events on their California property only a few years ago. Diane was born and raised in Fort Dodge, Iowa, graduating from St. Edmund High School there in 1977. So she's considerably younger than I am. She and her family moved, or I should say lived on the California property in question, where events recorded in the book took place in 2006 and 2007, then moved to upstate New York, where they currently reside. Diane is not a famous investigator or eminent paranormal expert. She and her family are among those most important players in a paranormal world, eyewitnesses to something very unusual that gives us a look at the true nature of reality. Diane Zeman, welcome to Behind the Paranormal. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, good. Yeah, sorry we got started a little late. Oh, that's yeah. okay. It's, it's just one of those days. So let's yeah. uh, kick this off on the right foot here, so to speak. Uh, so tell us about this uh, property in California. Uh, when did you first move there and when did things start getting weird? Well, we moved there in the spring of 2006, I'm sorry, 2004, and um, it was a new house. Uh, it was just forest land prior, so there wasn't anybody living there in the house, but it was actually built for us. And we lived there for about a year and a half before my daughter had come to me and saying that her and her friend had been seeing something for about six months running down the, the road in front of our mountain property. We had about five acres, so... Everything up there was dirt roads and private roads, and you didn't get a lot of traffic. And I just kind of, I listened to him, and then I just thought it was just teenage drama. They were about 16, and about three weeks after that, I was pulling into the driveway about 4 o'clock in the afternoon from the grocery store. And in the road directly in front of me, there was this 
very tall form of a man that was somewhat see-through. The only way that I can describe it at this point is if you've ever seen the movie Predator, how that motion kind of moves. But he was sharply outlined in black. But I could see through him, and he, his back was arched straight, and his arms and legs were pumping just to beat the band as he ran and then leaped across the road. And I tell you, it put me on a path that I never thought I'd ever be on. Would you just, I don't mean, I'm sorry to interrupt, but would you describe this being's motions as watery or fluid? No, it was the, 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 the inside of him was similar to like, you could see through him. So you were seeing the, the terrain behind him. But no, he was just running, just normal motion. But it was almost like in 2D, not 3D. It was like almost like a cardboard cutout. Sure. And he ran like Carl Lewis would do, like a sprinter would do, very fast. And that's all he ever did every time we saw him. He was always profiled, and he was always running, just I don't know where he was going. And he never looked our way. But it was just the most bizarre. It's almost like he was... Sort of half Egyptian, half Indian, half all these different things put together. And it just, it wasn't like you see people here in different countries. It was just, and he was like nine, ten feet tall. It was just mm-hmm. odd. Couldn't well, see his feet, but you could see his knees coming up. And he had very elongated limbs. Well, I have to compliment you on your uh, on your approach. In the book, you give a very uh, it's a, the the uh, introduction to the book is essentially the story of your first encounters and other things that happened. But you uh, you took a very sensible approach. You, I, I know you mentioned that you made it a point to uh, whenever you saw him to make note of the details, right? Uh, as you just described. So uh, d- did uh, and at no point, it is, at least in the book, has this creature uh, did this creature ever notice seem to notice you or your family you know, specifically? Nope, just. Straight okay. on and just head, you know, head forward, never turned, never looked. I couldn't really see any uh, direct eyes, you know, like eyeballs and stuff. It was just the, the silhouette of him with some minor detail. Okay. You could see the shape of his hair. And I actually drew a somewhat, as best as I could as, a, as not an artist, to draw an image of sort of what I saw, and I, I've included that in the book. Yeah, that's right. It's in the book. There yeah. are interesting, interesting illustrations in the book, certainly. Uh, now, you, you mentioned this in the book, but for, for those who haven't read it, when and how did you, I, I should say, why the name Vincent? Well, we didn't know what to call him. He didn't fit the general mold of, a, say, a shadow person or a ghost. And my youngest son um, was about seven at the time. And my daughter and I were talking about it quite frequently, and we wanted to have a name that we could call him that wouldn't bring, you know, anything unusual to his to his ears, to his mm. little ears. So I had written a paper on Vincent Van Gogh, and I always liked Vincent Price. So we said, let's, you know, let's call him Vincent. So that's everybody that knows me that knows my story. If I mention Vincent, they know who I'm talking about. So Fair enough. Okay. The house on Haunted Hill, so to speak. Indeed. All right, well, so, well, I, I remember uh, you ought to get ready for the break. We started okay. a little late, but we still have our uh, have our break at seven fifteen, so uh, or whatever time it is, wherever you happen to be, folks. 
And we are uh, behind the paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno on CBS New Sky Radio and NewSkyRadio.com. Our fascinating guest this evening, Diane Zeman, author of the new book, No Earthly Idea, A Journey from Confusion to Knowledge, and one of the weirdest creatures that, uh, although Diane's going to be surprised at what I'm going to tell her, I think, here, but certainly a very, very weird creature who, in our opinion, is multiversal, and uh, Diane started to think outside the box on that, too. But in any case, our, our discussion will continue. Stay with us. Enlighten, empower, enrich. This is CBS Radio's The New Sky. New horizons, no boundaries. I promise you the world again. Everything within my hands. All the riches one could dream They will come from me I hope that you could understand That this is not what I had planned Please don't worry now It will turn around Just a few more months and we'll be fine So say what's on your mind Cause I can't figure out just what's inside I hope that you could understand This is not what I had planned Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal. With Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248-545-SOL. NewSkyRadio.com. 
Welcome back to Behind the Paranormal, and we are talking with our wonderful guest, Diane Zeman. And we have been uh, chatting about Vincent, the multiversal creature. So let's uh, go with another question here. Did you feel that there was any threat to your family? You know, I, I didn't feel like it was um, him, Vincent himself was a threat. When it first happened to me, I didn't know what it was, and I didn't know where it came from or where it was going. And if it can appear and disappear just as it did, could it come into my house? I had, you know, at that time a 15-year-old and, you know, a 6-year-old. And what, it's in, what, what are its intentions? And so that was the confusion that I started with. And I was, I mean, literally up for three days straight, almost obsessed, trying to figure out an answer to what it was and what it was doing there. Not, I mean, if it had been a lady in Victorian clothing floating across my living room floor, I could have said, oh, yeah, you know, it's a ghost. Yeah, exactly. But that's not what happened to me. And, and I've tried to steer away from the, the ghost hunter mentality of this and try to, try to get the attention of people in, in the science realm. Yeah. Because I think that's where it needs to be investigated more. Well, I can assure you they're not up to it either, most of them anyway. Yeah. But right. at, the, at the same time, uh, other things began to happen. And can you? I, and I'm thinking particularly of of the mountain lion incident. Could you uh, get into some of the other things that were going on? Well, I had called a. Um, a finally, after a, a couple of weeks, I contacted two or three local um, paranormal companies, and I got res- a response from Bay Area Paranormal, who came out and did some investigative work up and interviewed me and my daughter to make sure that we weren't doing drugs or having family problems or things like that. I guess this was part of their ritual. And then about six months after that, I started having a, a live company that came up and did some live streaming on my property. And we caught something on a, on a FLIR, on a, a thermal camera that we've never released to the public We've put it up on, he put it up on YouTube and it's, you can access it from the website, from my website, noearthlyidea.com, mm. from the little thermal. But it was something that was, has been analyzed all the way in to Ireland to a scientist out there that had a, some type of an IR reversal system. And the only thing that he could give us on it was what it wasn't. And what it wasn't, he said, was living. So. Uh, that's the whitish. That's the white thing. thing. Yeah, okay. A little white. Uh, I suppose it depends on how you define living, but right. anyway. Well, well okay. Well, uh, so go ahead. I'm sorry. And not living in, in the way we live. Well, it wasn't visible with the human eye. It was just visible on the camera. So, hmm. And that was only about two and a half feet tall, that little thing. So once we started looking, or they started looking, it just seemed the more they found. And... You know that that goes along this, goes along the lines of be careful what you ask for, <laughs> or be careful what you look for. Yes, because it's not always going to be what you think it is. And sometimes I wonder why these why these people search so long and hard to find uh, a picture or an image or an actual experience of something like this because it's it's not all storybook. No, not at all. It's well, not. I, I certainly want uh, ought to uh, compliment, I suppose, the Bay Area paranormal people whom I do not know. Uh, they uh, 
they they all pretty much well though more more and more getting into uh outside the paradigm thinking you know away from the spiritualist thing and into uh more uh, up to date thinking on this i guess i don't know about them but they, they they didn't just swoop in once and disappear they well, did they seem came, to yeah they yeah came up three or four times but it was live sci-fi that actually did all the filming and okay yeah most of the um intense and the pictures we actually had a photo that was featured on coast to coast as the picture of the day that was taken going across the road and it's yeah, like what the heck is that and you know it's like it just got so much work it got so confusing for me that you know they would pick up and leave and i'd still be there with my kids wondering what do i do now mm-hmm we well, that's it. Yeah. Did anyone give you an explanation th- th- that made any sense, I, or, or at least that fully answered the question? No, no. Okay. See, that, that that was my my knowledge wasn't about under, uh, about knowing. It was about understanding that it's okay not to know. And and I finally got that resolution after I spoke with you the very first time. Okay. Way back. So. All right. Well, you after you. Talk to us. I mean, this you had already moved away from the property, but, right? Uh, I was living in yeah. actually living in Iowa then, right? Sure, exactly. I remember that. Yeah. Um, well, I, I must say that um, your, your the mountain lion incident sort of took the, the thing to a new level, did it not? You know, that was something that you think. What happened is I was up working late, and I needed to go out to my car to get something, and I turned on my front porch light. And as I walked out to the car, there was some rustling back. We have had a big bay, a 21-foot bayliner boat sitting next to my car on the other side of it. And there was the garbage cans around the side of the house there. You know, you get raccoons and deer and all kinds of stuff up in the California Sierras. And it didn't bother me. I heard those sounds. And as I got to the car and reached for the, the handle to open up my car door, the side of the boat rocked. Well, the boat actually, the whole boat itself rocked, not just the side of it. And something, I don't know, it was in my mind or if it was there, something placed something in my mind that told me I needed to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And I did, and it scared the living crap out of me. I'm not kidding. I turned around, and it was like slow motion. By the time I got inside the house, I was hyperventilating. I couldn't even form a word. I was just scared to death. And it was like this black thing had come over and had gotten behind me and said, get out, you know. And I couldn't, I don't even know how to mentally handle that. So, No, it's happened to me too. At that time, I had had cameras running, you know, trying to pick up during the day an image of Vincent. Sure. And we captured a mountain lion, which would have been, which was in that exact area. And the first time I had a couple of psychics that came up, or mediums, one was Dee Desparty, who I just, I love her. Mm-hmm. Jason Lindo, they both came up and said, we think that um, there was a mountain lion, and whatever was on your property was trying to get you out mm-hmm. of its, its path. Because if that mountain lion had got to the boat, I never would have made it inside. So well, it, it, whatever, and that, and that yeah. was my thought, and their thought was that it was trying to. Actually, they told me that that actually made me feel better about it. Oh, that of course, was, yeah. that was helping me get, helping me to get to safety, and that was, you know, that was that was very helpful for me, even though I didn't believe in psychics and mediums and sensitives. 
I sure did after meeting Dee Desparty. She's just absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Okay. I'm afraid. I'm, unfortunately, I don't know her. Well, I think what, what you're dealing with here, and we talked about this on the phone, and I guess Ben spoke with you as well uh, about it, is uh, something that we encounter all the time. And we always say on the show that it's not explaining the paranormal that's the problem. That's no problem at all. It's dealing with the explanations because they, they complete, they go against everything we in our little box we call society and like, you know, in our Western understanding. Uh, it, it just blows all that out of the water because of what it means for what we are and what's around us and how the universe is really constructed. So again, the explanation is very, very simple in my opinion. And the reason, you know, I'm always open to other people's opinions. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe the spiritualists are right. I don't know. Uh, but the reason we have such uh, a conviction on this is because I long ago developed what we call the, the multiverse awareness. And Ben, poor kid, grew up with it as well. Right. And so all this stuff is entirely normal to us. I will sit out in a certain corner of our property. And much of what happened to you will happen to me routinely. We will see a number of different, what I call, neighboring species who just happen to be passing through our space, not because of doors, I don't think, opening and closing in most cases, but because we happen to live in a place, as you did, where the worlds, many worlds, overlap and blend. This is the normal state of our planet in many places. Once you get used to it, it really can enrich your life, especially if you get to know some of them who are terrified of us very often because they think we're ghosts. You know, they often have the same paradigm. So I've seen creatures like Vincent uh, on a relatively normal basis running by. Wow. They, just as you've said, they pay no attention whatsoever. They probably don't notice that we're there. There are various... Uh, levels of awareness in this multiverse, you know, but it's all a unified system. Uh, your description of the sounds in the woods at one, sounding like, uh, remember you were listening to, a, I believe it was a four-hour tape? Right. Uh, and you heard, I reported. Yeah, sounds of, of uh, uh, sounded like trees were being knocked over or something was, was heavy, was walking through the kindling. brush. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. The fire um, and kindling and... Exactly, yeah. Very loud. Uh, I sat out there uh, at, at a corner of our property in this, this one, this amazing place where I kind of kind of like to sit, and I heard exactly the same thing across the road. The interesting thing is that there are very few trees across the road for this to have been occurring. Neighbors heard it, but something told me don't pay too much attention to it. And they, I learned to follow my instincts on that, and so I didn't. But so, so almost point by point in your book, right down to the shaking bed. Right. The same things have happened happened to me, and I think probably for the same reasons. We have to take another break, folks, and we're talking with Diane Zeman, author of the marvelous book No Earthly Idea, which we'll tell you more about a little later on. And we will be right back on Behind the Paranormal with, on CBS New Sky Radio, NewSkyRadio.com. Stay with us. New Sky Radio, NewSkyRadio.com, and Psychic Radio, PsychicOnAir.com. Powered by CBS Radio, AOL and Yahoo is unlike any talk radio station. With a mission to improve the world one listener at a time. This is where you can be the star of your own show. Our listeners are truly unique, truly interactive, and passionate about their world. The Sky and Psychic Radio listeners genuinely care about the environment, social justice, their personal health, and raising people up to live their best life every day. 
Our motto is New Horizons, No Boundaries. New Age Views, Life Coaching, Psychic Analysis, Alternative Medicine, and Cutting-Edge Mind, Body, and Spirit shows can all be found on the sky and Psychic Radio. Perhaps you have what it takes to join our broadcast family, an open mind, a great idea, and a passion for enriching lives. Check out all the exciting details by clicking the microphone on our homepage at NewSkyRadio.com or give Lisa Rodman a call at 248-546-9600 to learn just how affordable it can be to host a show. Mondays are motivational on New Sky Radio. At 1 p.m. Eastern Time, it's Voices of Soul with Gene Adrian and Lori Houston. Voices of Soul provides intuitive advice and assistance for all areas of your life. Gene and Lori combine years of background in the psychic and healing arts to help you find your answers and create the reality you desire and deserve. At 2 p.m. Eastern, join Sky host Kimmy Rose Zaff for interviews. Interviews features many of today's top metaphysical experts, authors, and speakers in the areas of mind, body, spirit, including people like Damian Brinkley, Greg Braden, and Dr. Patch Adams, and many others. Join the conversation. New Sky Radio. NewSkyRadio.com. New Horizons. No Boundaries. Powered by CBS, Yahoo, and Radio.com. These girls know how to dish. like to cook then join us every wednesday at 5 p.m eastern for no chefs allowed a weekly radio show hosted by me megan o'connor and my sister best friend and competitor trisha keel each week we invite you into the kitchen where we work with one ingredient at a time turning the unknown into a staple ever hear of a pink peppercorn or razor clam well you will on this show by focusing on one ingredient at a time you'll learn that some ingredients are easy to work with and become staples and others you'll just never want to visit again but they're all conversation starters and you can join the conversation at no chefs allowed want to turn up the heat then join us in the no chefs allowed monthly ingredient challenge we give ourselves a whole month to get to know a single ingredient check it out on nochefsallowed.com or on facebook no chefs allowed expand your confidence in the kitchen one ingredient at a time Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248-545-7. NewSkyRadio.com. Believe. Hello and welcome back to Behind the Paranormal. And we were just talking about the interesting incident of the mountain lion and how Diane was scared into being saved technically, which I wanted to bring something up about that. Because you know how usually people get, or like these paranormal groups get EVPs, they're like, get out. What if most of that is actually them trying to be like, hey, get out, this place isn't safe, that sort of thing. Oh, that's a good thought. Well, another thing, too, not to interrupt Ben, but or you, but I know, what would you do if you were afraid and you thought something was coming? I'd say, get out. You know, what are you doing here? I'm paying the mortgage, not you, that, that sort of thing. Yeah, I just thought of it. I was like, oh, hey, what if they're just like, oh, there's something coming. Get out of here. Like, and everyone's like, oh, oh, they just want us out of here because we're trespassing on their property. Like, no, no. I can just imagine how frustrating that must be. I mean, imagine if you're that person who's being recorded and you're like, get out. Come on. Yeah. What if it's not a ghost at all? What if we're actually hearing something from their dimension? Well, that's exactly exactly what we think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you when you get the photos or or the first of all, how do you how do you if they're spirits of the dead? First of all, how can you be a complete human being without your body? Right. These the dualists of the West don't think of that. You know, we're brought up you know as as uh, products or perhaps victims of the Western educational system where everything is broken up, categorized, pigeonholed, and no, nothing is brought together. 
If you don't bring it together, you can't see the big picture. So people just don't seem to get it when it comes to the uh, the unity of all things and all the stuff we're talking about. But anyway, spare you the philosophy lecture. But right. one of the things uh, you were, uh, that, that your mountain lion experience reminded me of, Diane, was uh, our my very first case in 1971. We were advancing toward a uh, we we'd been very familiar with this abandoned village. It was in the woods of Connecticut because it was nighttime, but we we knew the place very well. And the the most skeptical fellow of all. And we brought him specifically for that reason, had the weirdest experience. Something like stopped him in his tracks. He couldn't move forward. We couldn't pull him forward. He broke down in tears. He said later on he felt as if something was was possessing him, but said that we must not stay there. We we had to we had to get out. And whether there was some danger, actually there was. some information later on that a circus train, we used to have circus trains in those days, had derailed and some of the animals had escaped. So maybe it was similar to what happened to you. So, you know, that whatever was there, which were, which were people, everything there seemed human. Matter of fact, I later found out I was related to them, which was oddly odd enough, oh. uh, that maybe that was something similar. So, so many things rang a bell in, in your book. So can you, can you tell us more about what, uh, what was going on when the girls uh, saw that that glowing object out the window and all this business? Oh, the um, my my daughter. You know, the, the the distance between the homes up there in the mountains are are so vast that when kids come over for the night, they basically camp out on your couch because n- none of us really wanted our sixteen and seventeen year old kids cruising the the windy mountain roads. Understood. Yeah. So there was a couple of her friends from school that her it was. Um, that, that were coming over for a Friday night movie fest. And uh, one of the spirits, my, my daughter, jokingly, but then again serious, named uh, Richard, which she thought was maybe following her or doing something, or maybe the, the investigators picked up on that. I'm not really quite sure which one that was. But she was downstairs telling me that her phone was in the corner. It was shut off. And her friend standing in front of her got a text message from her that repeated the exact same sentence she had just said to him. And she wasn't even using her phone. And she was like, isn't that cool, Mom? That is so bizarre. And then right then, the two guys upstairs in her room, it was all open to uh, to below so we could see in the room. They just screamed and ran outside of her room and said that this orb of light about the size of a cantaloupe had come in through her window went around them about two times. They were just frozen in fear and then flew back out the window. And as I'm chasing the two boys and my daughter out the front door, they couldn't get out of there quick enough. It's like, what the heck was that? Mm. You know, and then she saw an image of a of an oval, but, a, but a, about like a four-foot-tall light between our house and the path that she would come up from school that scared her to even come to the house. She saw actually more than I did. So I, you know, and she doesn't like to talk about it still to this day, but. Yeah. Well, it might have been something, again, entirely routine in the sense that in the, the, the whole orb thing is up for discussion. It's a wide open subject. In my personal opinion, the way I've seen them act is that they, they seem to be plasma based life forms, something about which astrophysicists have I should say astrobiologists have speculated, including people like Carl Sagan. Right. Uh, I think that they seem to feed 
around the boundaries of these these veils between these worlds. Right. And in, in the case of what was going on with your daughter with the phone, I mean, I can very easily imagine that what was happening was that, you know, given the, the dynamics of that property, a number of um, parallel people... <laughs> We're in right. the room doing different things and different, and, and certainly that there are funny, funny little synchronicities, and uh, out comes the message on the phone when perhaps an alternative self of hers was was, was sending the message, right. yeah. and uh, the thing uh, got excited and was feeding on uh, you know and near those boundaries. I mean that 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 seems to, as bizarre as that sounds, that, that's entirely normal behavior for these these orbs when they're not you know dust on your lens or something. But, uh, and, and so I think that, that that's rather rather interesting. Uh, the shaking bed phenomenon is interesting, as we discussed, and also the invisible friends. Right, that, my that son's your son. Friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. could you tell us about that? He. This is what first brought my my mind to think that something wasn't the way it should be. I, I thought he was just had had invisible friends that that kids make up. And he'd be up in his room and he'd be just having conversations with them and he'd get up in the middle of the night and say, Mom, I, the, the kids want me to go outside and play. They want me to play and they won't let me sleep. And it's like, well, just, you know, what kids? Well, you know, the kids. He, he acted like I could see them too. And I didn't see any. There was no other kids up where we lived, you know, for miles. Mm. And he would just complain that they were just bothering him, bothering him, bothering him and then I would go up and I would listen to him, you know, play, watch a cartoon on his little television or a video game, and he would be, like, arguing with them. It's not like, okay, this isn't a friend situation. This is like, leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you. Go away. And, you know, and he was having those problems. But well, he ended up not sleeping in his room and, mm-hmm. and, you know, for very much. I think he only, you know, after all that started happening, I think he was in his room maybe two weeks, and then that was about it. Okay, interesting. Well, cause that rang a bell as well. I've run into invisible friends who turned out to be not really invisible at all. But uh, a number of occasions, they uh, have turned out to be kids who were looking at their own from their own point of view. They, they were living in the house. Uh, they thought that, that he was their brother, or in in this alternate world, he was their brother right. uh, or a friend or something. And it's really utterly fascinating to see the, the perceptions of some of these so-called invisible friends who are real people, you know? Sometimes they, they live in alternate countries. Uh, it's really interesting. And, of course, the, the thing is that you make sure you're t- you know, what it's telling you is really true. But um. So after all of this, I mean, and other crazy events, at what point did you change your way of thinking, your uh, paradigm in which you saw these events, so to speak? Well, I thought I thought when I when I first started researching, you know, just what do you type in for your explanation of what Vincent really is into a Google search for an image search? I mean, I I mean, quotations, you know, tall man running, spirit running, shadow, you know, nothing that I saw online even came close to what I saw. And I started to get really frustrated. There's got to be somebody else out there. That was my desperation. Somebody that has seen the same thing. I do not, I cannot believe, and I won't believe that this is just one isolated incidence that I'm involved in and my, my kids are involved in. So that was my whole goal was to, 
I wanted more scientific type equipment out there. I was looking, I spent, oh, godless amount of money on, on different surveillance, night vision, mm. motion activated. And I knew it wasn't, I didn't think it was ghost. I knew that it was some sort of interdimensional or, or even possibly alien. I sure. Who's well, the that, those are just terms. They, they, they're very much interchangeable. And right. And, the cases and, we run into. And you, you say the word interdimensional and you get the proverbial raised eyebrow. People are like, what? I mean, if you say ghost, it's like, oh, really? But interdimensional yeah. is like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Some more so, cool, Diane, you know. <laughs> but the whole goal for me to write this book was to, I think maybe there are a lot of people out there that just aren't talking about it because I firsthand know how bizarre it sounds. But maybe it happens <laughs> entirely to normal to us. Yeah. How did, but how did you find us, by the way? There, right. I just wanted to find somebody and reach out to somebody that maybe you know had the same experience, and, and I'm hoping through the the writing of the book that somebody will come across my story and feel free to contact me because that's I really want to have a conversation with somebody that is confused as I was. I mean, I'm no longer confused about it, but it's still it'll never go away for me. Sure. It'll always be there. Well, absolutely. No, that's that's very understandable. We'll um, uh, certainly, as we wrap up, you know, you tell people you know, your contact info. We'll put it on our website and everything else. So, you know, give you a hand with that. Uh, how did you find us? You know, I heard you. Um, I was up late one night when I was living in Iowa before I moved here, and I heard you on Coast to Coast. That's I, I listened to that show faithfully because there was always something good coming up, and. And I heard about you, and, and it was interdimensional, and that was always my search. And I stayed up and I listened to you, and then I wrote you. And I was so surprised when you wrote me back, but I remember I had put a brief description in the first line of Vincent, and you contacted me back saying, ah, that's what it is. And I was so thankful that you contacted me back. And then I had lost contact with you, but I had kept your number and, and, and had you know been listening to your show. So when my book was finally done, I said, okay, I'm just sending him a copy because he was so helpful. Oh, it's very kind. And so helpful for me. Well, that's good. well we, we do try to, try to answer all our emails. And, uh, no, I mean, you're, just, you're the sort of person we, we really appreciate because you're willing to think outside the old paradigms. Um, let me ask you this, Dan. What has this done to your you – know, I have no idea what, what your religious beliefs were. What has this done to your belief system? Well, my somebody very close to me said that they believe that anything – that has to do in this realm is devil related. Well, that's and a, that's they're, a common. They're, they're trying to take you away from God and lead you into this or whatever. But I'm, I was raised in a strict Catholic family and I'm Christian. And, and I told her that if that's what its goal was, it failed big time because okay. well, we'll talk about that. Cause I didn't notice the time left. I'll have to ask okay. you to hold on. And we'll get back to that subject, but you're listening to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno on CBS New Sky Radio, NewSkyRadio.com. We'll be right back. Take CBS Radio The Sky with you wherever you go. Be sure to download the Radio.com app today from your mobile marketplace. And when you really want to know more, 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 be sure to visit NewSkyRadio.com. Get in deep with exclusive articles and Sky News. Get your weekly horoscope and the inside scoop on host events. Radio.com and NewSkyRadio.com. Stay connected. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone. Help. Life's a game. Win. 
Call and get advice from today's top coaches that are here to help you run a business, offer legal advice, enrich your relationships, or guide you on the right career path. Our coaches are expert professionals in their field to help you win the game of life. Listen to Coach Me Radio, Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. Thursday is a power-packed day here on the sky. Join us at noon for the I'm Thankful Network. At 1 p.m., it's the Dr. Pat Show. At 4 p.m., Colette Baron-Reed takes the stage for the Colette Baron-Reed Show. The Colette Baron-Reed Show, where intuition, practical spirituality, great advice, a little woo-woo fun, and fabulosity meet. Colette Baron-Reed is an internationally renowned intuitive counselor, educator, and best-selling author who helps others recognize and connect with their own intuition, potential, and purpose. Powerful motivational speaker, charismatic broadcast personality, and acclaimed performer, storyteller, and recording artist, Colette uses her extraordinary spiritual gifts to empower her clients to live a life that is awake and authentic, and to create a reality that is spiritual, deliberate, and meaningful. Call in early. The lines are hot. 248-545-7685. Instant feedback at NewSkyRadio.com. NewSkyRadio. NewSkyRadio.com. New Horizons, no boundaries. Powered by CBS, Yahoo, and Radio.com. Here comes the sun. I say it's all right. Discover your spirit. Listen to Spirit Guide Radio, where leading spiritual experts serve as guides to nourish your soul every weeknight from 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Heidi Hollis, The Outlander, The Zodiac Girls with Solaris, Laura, and Kira. Ask Dr. Doug with Dr. Doug Lehrer. Life by Number with Celeste, Laura Lee's Spirit Salon, and your Reiki journey with Heidi Harrison. Spiritually speaking, radio for the soul. Spirit Guide Radio on New Sky Radio. New Horizons, No Boundaries. Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248 545 Soul. New SkyRadio.com. Well, welcome back to Behind the Paranormal. And Paul and Ben are here with Diane Zeman, author of No Earthly Idea, which we will talk about in just a minute, about where you can get it and all about uh, the website, etc. But just a, just a word on the issue of, of the theological implications. We often ask guests how their belief systems have been affected by their experiences. And uh, people often will, will, will look at me because I spent 10 years in seminaries. Right. And very often the explanation is a very pat kind of general it's it's demons trying to take you away from god well i i've seen more people led to god right by these experiences than have ever been been taken away especially if they're if they're very negative and do involve what we call parasites but but folklore and and general belief refers to as demons uh but theologically i mean this you know how do you have things like Jesus, you know, ascension, you know, rising into the sky. Where did he go? Unless you have the multiverse idea. You know? The resurrection, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, the resurrection, too. Um, you know, there are all sorts of... And so, uh, having thrown me out of the seminary in 1977, now they're all over me. All sorts of uh, priests and theologians are interested in the show, and they, you know, they, not publicly, maybe, but they, they they do stay in touch, and I find it rather rather amusing, if not fascinating. That, And I like to think, well, maybe that 
you know, it's, it's doing some good. So in any case, why don't you tell us, uh, Diane, well, tell us about the book, where people can get it, and about your website. Well, the website is under the same name, um, noearthlyidea.com. There's a, a copy of a, a picture of the book on the left, and uh, you can click on the Facebook to like the page on Facebook, which is under the same name. If you click on the book, you'll go directly to the publisher's website, which was uh, Spiritual Walk Publishing, to the direct purchase page from there. Or if you uh, have a reader, you can download it on Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. And it's also available in some stores. I haven't got the list of the stores that it's available in. Okay, well, that, that's fine. People can just look. The bookstores are not what they used to be. Right, that's uh, true. Everybody's that's true. doing Nook and and, and Amazon or dot com and stuff and as uh, online as, purchasing online. So purchasing it's, online, yeah, yeah. Right, so they they sponsor our other version of the show. Right, but anyway, uh, it, it's also, it's a. You can also click the link at the. There's a, a picture of the thermal footage where if you click to that, it takes you to the YouTube video that Live Sci-Fi um, had filmed for the the little guy, the little thermal, mm-hmm. which was which. By the way, that's a, that's a, cut, a raw cut from the live streamed show that as it happened live that was not edited. It was just ah, okay. that piece was just cut out of that, and I was there when they filmed it. So okay, yeah, but you know, it's, it's have, a very good and complete website. Um, so we'll put a link on our own. We actually yeah, have the contact me page. Yeah. If somebody wants to contact me, they can contact me through there. Okay. And okay. you uh, you uh, would like to hear from people who've had uh, any similar? Yes. So would we, as a matter of fact. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So certainly contact uh, any uh, either uh, certainly contact Diane, contact uh, Ben and I. Uh, BehindTheParanormal.com has a form that people can use to contact us with. Mm-hmm. So just um, I don't know how much time we have here. We've got uh, we have about six minutes. Uh, about six minutes. Very good. Yeah, you're right. Diane, uh, what what has this done to your children? How has this affected their lives? I know they were certainly different ages when this occurred. Well, my daughter is, is 21 now, and she's actually going into the University of San Francisco this, this next fall. And she doesn't deal too much about it. It was not, uh, like I said before, a two-storybook for her. So she just rolls with the punches as it is and kind of makes light of it and jokes about it sometimes. But my youngest son, uh, still, we still talk about it with him and he's probably a little bit more sensitive than I want people to know, but he's got to come into that on his own and decide if that's an area that he wants to pursue. That sounds like a wise approach, certainly to talk openly about it and then to let him develop on his own. Yeah. And then you get, you know, the, the people that come around that say, oh, we'd like to put your, you know, your child on TV or we'd like to interview you. And it's like, you know, <laughs> kids can be cruel. Oh, yes. On their own without having added reasons to make them make fun of you. So yeah. later on, if he wants that, that's fine. But I'm not going, I'm not going to exploit him. In oh, any no, way. absolutely. Nor have I decided to exploit my story other than talking about it openly and honestly. Mm-hmm. And have turned down any offers where people didn't want to portray it. And like I was telling you on the on the break, you know, it's it's, it's interesting enough on its own. You don't have to add drama to it. Absolutely, and yeah. we're very careful what producers we work with. And you're, you know, I think your approach is very wise. Well, it's interesting. I sit here very often and say, you know, parents, you know, don't let your children get involved in this, and you know, don't encourage any interest other than to satisfy it if they want to watch TV or something. And they, I, I dawns on me, I'm sitting here next to my own son who got involved right. at the age of 13, but I like to think that his situation was a little bit 
more. Yeah, but he's being by, he's being directed into it with somebody who has vast knowledge. So there's so many people out there doing investigations that don't have a clue what they're doing. Well, that's the problem. I think sometimes Ben has more knowledge than I have. I don't know. He's, right. he's, a, he's an amazing critter. Well, in any it's case, it's a fascinating subject. So you know, it really is. Well, it is, and, and people are saying. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I found myself at a, at a conference against my better judgment some years ago uh, for beginning ghost hunters, and oh. and um, they said, well, "Well, what's your one piece of it?" Because I was the one there who had, I guess, the many the most years in in the the field, and they said, "What if you had you know one word? What would you say?" I'd say, "Don't, right? Stay away from it. Take up soccer, you know, or right. read books." But uh, you've got people writing books who don't know really anything about it. They, they, they've read books by other people who don't know anything about it. And, you know, you, you really hate to be condescending. But, you know, Ben and I just get so frustrated. Because when it comes to dealing with people, you don't want to mess up and make things worse. Exactly. When they undertake, you know, go, running around with, with all the devices is one thing, but trying to um, counsel people. You were right. fortunate you ran into some, uh, well, what certainly seemed to be some good people. I but, did. Uh, other people don't. Look. I was lucky. I was so lucky. That you, well, you were. You were indeed. So, okay, there we have it. Uh, well, we're going to have to end it here, I guess. We've got some uh, our announcements. Diane, it's been a real pleasure to have you on a great show. Indeed and we will, it was. we'll stay in touch off the air. Oh, absolutely. Thanks so much. I, I so enjoyed it. Very good. Again, the book, No Earthly Idea. Check it out. Diane Zeman, Z-E-M-A-N. Diane, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. Okay, have a good night. Good. All right. So my dad and I will be speaking in Torrington, Connecticut on July 19th and Suffolk, England on September 22nd. Uh, watch for more info on those events at www.behindtheparanormal.com. And speaking of Suffolk, England, the Rendlesham 2012 conference is taking place one week from today on June 17th in Woodbridge. Get your tickets at Rendlesham, uh, rendleshamufo.com. All right, so okay. don't forget you you can buy my dad's books at uh, Barnes & Noble Nook e-reader and Kindle. And our websites, you can contact us through www.behindtheparanormal.com. So many thanks to our producer, Brandon Jackson, and we'll see you next week, uh, June 11th, when my dad and I will welcome back uh, one of our most famous guests, or most popular anyway, Murray Silva, uh, pioneering the paranormal thinking and Hollywood insider. Hollywood Insider and, Was- and Washington Insider. Uh, that's actually June 17th. June 17th. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been a rough day. In the meantime, tune into our Boston Providence Drive Time show on WON 1240 AM and ON Worldwide at 6 p.m. Eastern every time on Monday. You can always get free podcasts of all our shows, and there's nearly 400 now with, with the show schedules and guest information at www.behindtheparanormal.com. And we'll leave you with a quote from our old chum, Albert Einstein. Quote, all religions, arts, and sciences are branches of the same tree. Unquote. So thanks for joining us on our great cosmic journey, and we will see you next time. <laughs>